Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I do want to talk about um, psychics and mediums. Do you believe them? I have an interesting email here. I'll read a few just quick before we get to the break. Hi, Niall. I was hoping you could bring up something on your show for me. I want to talk about psychics and mediums. My elderly mother recently went to one with her friends from her knitting class. Mm. We lost dad over a year ago. Uh, sorry to hear that. And mam has been finding it really hard to cope without him. She decided to go to a medium because she wanted to be closer to dad. I tried to talk her out of it uh, at, the, at the start, but she wouldn't listen to me. She went with her friends and paid 60 euro. When she came home, she started to tell me all about it. She was so happy and said that dad came true to her and told her he was happy. Of course he was. That's what the medium said anyway. And no longer in pain. Uh, I knew this was the usual jargon that the medium would come out with and tell a grieving widow, but it seems to give Mam some sort of comfort. Uh, but then she said she wanted to go back again because she liked the idea of being close to him. This infuriated me because it means Mam, who is now a pensioner, will be given another 60 quid to this person to basically tell her some sort of fairy tale. I think it's disgraceful that these people can get away with it. My brother thinks I'm overreacting and that if it gives Mam some sort of comfort, she'll watch the harm. I was wondering, could you talk about it on your show? Do people agree with me that these individuals are taking advantage of vulnerable individuals or people should I say now it's an interesting one people go to mediums they go to psychics they believe it there is absolutely no evidence whatsoever that these individuals can talk to dead people there is no evidence whatsoever that a psychic can predict the future there has been many challenges over the years there was a guy called James Randi I think it was put a million euro up for grabs he's a scientist to any psychic that would come in and do a controlled demonstration and prove that they can tell the future. Not one psychic in the last 15 or 20 years since he put that up, that challenge, has taken the challenge. Why? Because they can't do it. It's called the Barnum Method. That's what they call what they do. It's the Barnum Method. They throw stuff out, eventually something sticks. You know the old thing where they stand up on the stage and they go, oh, yeah, I, I sense somebody, somebody beginning with the letter M. An M? Something to do with the stomach died recently. Died, maybe not so recently. An M, and then no, maybe it's an N, an N, an N, and then somebody in the audience sticks up their hand and goes, "Yeah, that's me, Auntie Nora. She she had cancer in the stomach. She died." And of course, somebody has somebody beginning with an M or an N, probably because usually elderly people have names like Margaret or Nora or Mary or something like that. So they take chances. And then somebody comes along and says something. And then your mother or father comes home and goes, oh, yeah, the psychic or the medium told me loads of stuff. That must have been true. But they forget to tell you about all the stuff they told them that wasn't actually true. They're throwing stuff out. They're looking for stuff. These people are experts at what they do. Now, the argument is, is that maybe they gave comfort to somebody. That somebody feels better after coming away from them. That maybe somebody is more guided in their future if the psychic tells them. Maybe the psychic, in some ways, has some sort of is an expert in psychology and understands the person and makes them feel better. Maybe they have an understanding in how to deal with grief and they can make that person feel better by thinking that their loved one who passed away is happier and in a happier place. So is it a good thing? I want to ask you, honestly, do you think psychics and mediums provide a valuable service? Peter, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, mate? Good, um, Peter. I, I can, I can sense an M, an M, something, an M, maybe yeah. died. They had a limp, a limp in one leg. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Peter? Do you believe it? No, I don't. I'm a bit of a throw. Absolutely. 
Right. At least the politicians are leaving you know, the charge of 60 quid at the door. <laughs> I mean, do you believe they provide a service? Not a bit. But what, about, what about people, in that email she said her mother came home and she felt better. Right, but sure, if she's going to go pay someone 60 quid to lay to her, go to the neighbour, give the neighbour some money, let her lay to her for a while. But at least with this woman or this man that she went to, she, she believed it was credible. Because, you know, older people in general tend to believe in psychics and, and mediums and that kind of stuff. You would very rarely, I mean, if you went to one of these shows where these mediums perform, you're not going to see a load of 20-year-olds. You're going to see a load of 60 and 70-year-olds. Well, I know a few you might, though. Well, you might, you might. Some stupid ones, gullible ones. Yeah. But, but in saying that, you know, you're going, to, you're going to see the ones that, I suppose people who are more vulnerable and who are, de- des- they're just determined to believe that the person who passed away or died is okay. You know what I mean? I, 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 look, I don't get it. Um, the same people are the same people who you'd say go to church, talk to God and whatnot. Like, yeah, well, well if, if that makes them feel better, you know what I mean? I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I have no problem with anybody who's religious as long as they don't ram no, it down I mean, to the At least the church is free. Go to the church, don't go to a psychic. Mm. You know, like you said, you have all them, there's that million pound or million dollar or whatever it is thing no one's ever done. Yeah, James Randi, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, and that covers ghosts and everything. That's not just psychics. Yeah, he has something in an envelope or something like that. Isn't yeah. it? And it's been and, sealed uh, for the last 15 or 20 years. And yeah, not and one then, psychic has, has come up and challenged him. None. None. Not even close to it. So, like, they're going to charge 60 with a pop, but if that good, why aren't they going to take a million? Mm. Well, you know? so you believe they're just preying on vulnerable people? That's all. I think it's disgraceful. And should it be illegal? I think so. Is it like, is it, do you believe it's fraud? Yeah. Unless you can actually prove that you can do something. If you can prove one thing, fine. But well, well, you, well, then you could argue that religion is fraud because there's no, I mean, religion relies on faith. Yeah. So you, you could argue, if you're going to say that's fraud, well, then you could argue that religion probably is. There's no problem with that either, if I'm honest. But. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> that, but that's your, your, obviously your... Yeah, but your, look, like you said, you have the Barnum statements, you have cold read. There's unthink stuff out there to read up on to, sh- to show how to get what they get, the information to get. Okay, well, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Fran. Fran, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Fran? I don't know. Good. Fran, you know, I'm, I've never been to a psychic. I've never been to a medium because I don't believe it. Uh, but personally, so, you know, some people do believe it and they buy into it. Uh, is that okay? It, it all depends. You see, most people either believe or don't believe. Yeah. Like, when I was young, I went down to buy a senior psychic. She told me I was going to have a red van. Like, I mean, that's sort of the, the be all and end all. But then I also have Did a, you, did you have a red van? Never had a red van. Right, okay. <laughs> but I have a, there's a good friend of the family who does uh, tarot reading. And she was able to tell me that one of my close friends died in a tragic accident. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a close friend died in a tragic accident too, by the way. That's a good, well, good, she a good was guess. Able, she was able to say what accident he actually died in. Mm. Yeah, well, she was a close friend. He said he died in a accident. Sorry, Peter. What are you saying to him? He said there was a close friend of his family who read cards. Of course he's going to know if his friend died in an accident. She wouldn't have known this person because this person was before he even met my wife uh, or any of these people. She wouldn't have known. Like, I mean, this is going back about 20 years ago. So they're a close family friend, but nobody they know is going to know anything about you before you met no, your wife. They, they wouldn't have known anything about me, work colleagues or anything like that. Like, I mean, this lad was 21, killed uh, down in Kerry somewhere on a motorbike accident. So you, you believe that she had some sort of psychic ability to know that? There was no way on earth anyone would have known that. 
But you but see, I wasn't there for the conversation that happened with you and her, Fran. And the problem with the, with psychics is your unconscious mind doesn't remember all the stuff that she got wrong and the way she got that information out of you. I, I, I do understand. Some have a script. They walk yeah. through a script. No, no, no. no, no what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, people come back and they'll say to you, "Ah, oh, she knew me mother wore a gold ring with two diamonds on it, right? Okay. And that's unusual. You're saying, yeah, how would she know that? But what happens is they'll say a lot of stuff to you. It's kind yeah. of it's called scattergunning, right? They'll say a lot of stuff to you. You give back answers. You don't remember all the stuff that you give back to them. You don't tell them what you give this, back to this, them. This uh, person is not a question and answer person. Mm. She'll sit down there and uh, give me. She's a tarot reader. She'll turn over cards and she'll be able to. And tell. did you know your friend's name that died? N- uh, no. No. Neither did my wife. <laughs> no, well, I wouldn't expect you know, the, the psychic to know. And did she? Did she know how he died? Yes. Apart from the fact it was just a tragic accident. No, she was able to tell me it was a motorbike accident. A motorbike accident. All right, so yeah. she was quite specific about that. She was quite specific. She And when when was this? Uh, I'd say, like, I mean, maybe 50s now. He would have been 20, 21-ish. Okay, so it was before social media came along. Nowadays, it's quite easy yeah. for them on social ah, yeah, media. I yeah. Understand, yeah, I can understand, like, I mean, research. This, this person now, I would trust. Like, they don't even charge. These people don't even charge for it, so it's not a case. But a lot of them do that. A lot of them won't charge the first time to get you hooked, and then they they hope you'll come back and pay. She never, never charged anybody. She does. Now, what she does means we say for the group. Well, see, the the problem is, Peter, and and Fran, I'll say this to you, honestly, there are a lot of psychics out there who genuinely, personally believe they are psychics. They're not doing it. uh, In other words, they don't think they're defrauding people or anything like that. They genuinely believe they're psychics. Yeah, and there's people out there who think they're God, but they get locked up for it. <laughs> it I suppose it, it depends on the person themselves, whether they believe or whether they don't believe. If you don't believe, you're going to ridicule these people. If you do believe, it could, yeah, yeah, give, but, you I mean, it when, could give you happiness. Yeah, but when, when a woman goes, or a man, it's generally women, by the way, for some strange reason, the majority of people that go to psychics and mediums, I think it's something like the figures are astronomical, they're like 92% is women, right? I don't know why they seem to play on women more than men. Maybe, I don't know, I'm not a clue. But anyway, when, when an older woman goes and she says, oh yeah, your husband is grand, he's happy now. He says, by the way, don't forget to cut the grass and, you know, and go on that holiday you're thinking of going on, right? Now, yeah. we, we know that's a con, right? We know that that's stupid. That doesn't even, it, it, she, she hasn't been talking to the husband at all. But you're saying it makes the person feel better. But should that be illegal? To, to lie to somebody? Would you call it like being a different type of therapy? You know, like well, like a grief a, therapy of some description. Yeah, rather than going seeing the psychologist and the psychologist telling you, you know, everything is grand, you go to these people. Well, yeah, I did talk to Harry and he said, look, the ring is in the wardrobe under the, under the whatever, the blanket. Yeah, your passport's you know, in the drawer, yeah. Yeah, most, most of these, I'd say 95% of these psychics and uh, mediums would read off a script. You know, you do have that. But then, but then you're telling me that five percent are real. I'd say there's some credence in what they're saying. It hasn't so, been well, then, well, then, are you telling me that there's five percent of these people? Honestly, do you believe this, Fran? That five percent of these people people can talk to the dead? Not exactly talk to the dead, but no certain, no certain things which no other person would know. But well, then you're saying, well, then if they, how would they know them apart from the fact that they're talking to dead people? It could be a reading. It could be a, an aura. It could be. There could be anything. Oh, okay. Well, stay there for a second. Uh, let me go to Maura. Maura, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Maura? Hi, Niall. How are you? Maura, you believe they provide a valuable service? I do, yeah. I've had lots of readings from um, psychics or mediums. 
Right. Called them and I've got. And why did you? Can I ask you first of all what made you want to go? Uh, just kind of, I suppose. To Intrigued. Have a bit of hope. No, just to have a bit of hope. Right, and why were things bad? I'm dumb. If I'm asking you a personal question, tell me to mind my own business. But were things bad in your life at the time? And things uh, are not bad, but like I mean, I did have uh, family who passed. Right. And I just kind of wanted to, you know, feel kind of just a little bit better. You know, and did you feel better? I did feel better, and I also got great reasons. You know, as well as what I'm saying, that obviously my loved ones had come and said, "I'm fine," and. Blah, blah, blah. I actually was Do you believe that? Do you believe that, yeah, you, that the person that you were talking to was talking to the person? That, yeah, I do. Do you? Niall, and I also believe that because I was told things that they wouldn't know, that kind of made me believe more. Right. There were different things that were going on in my life at the time. So you do you, you do believe there are people out there who can yeah. talk to people who had, oh, have died? Yeah. yeah, I believe, of course I do, yeah. Really and how do you, that, I mean, Maura, without being silly, how do you think yeah. that's even possible? Because most of them just give, if if, if the person could talk to you, why do they only give clues? They have, you know, and you, you really have to, I suppose, be of strong character to have that ability to deal with, you know, that way. But why do they Why do they only ever talk, Maura, in riddles? When you, anytime you ever go to these people, right, they're, they're always very vague. It's always in riddles. There's never anything really too defined. You know, I know it means something to you, but yeah, do, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah. Did you ever go to psychic yourself? No, I wouldn't be interested. No, I wouldn't believe it. That's okay. as far as I'm did concerned. But that's it, just my maybe. opinion. I know, yeah. I thought they should try it maybe and see for yourself. Because I've gone to a lot of them. But I could, I could do a psychic reading on you now, Maura. And, 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 if you, and look, if you believed it, it might make you feel better. And you know what it might do? If I said to you something like, I can feel money coming into your future, you're probably yeah. going to meet a nice bloke. But, you know, I mean, the thing about it is, you might go out and make a bit of an effort then, you know, to do the lotto a bit more often. So there's a possibility I actually could be right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I saying that's totally okay? Oh, oh, I think money is going to come into your life. Anybody mm. walk into a shop and buy a scratch card and win money or win money in the bingo. Mm. But telling them where it's coming from, the source that it's coming from, Niall, where I've been told, where no, where, this was a stranger that I met and they didn't know anything about me or my life or my personal life was or it, anything. Yeah, was it your parent that died? Sorry? Was it a parent oh, that died? My parents are gone, yeah. And, and was that who you went to talk to them about, your parent? Um, well, I just went for a general reading as well. But they knew it was your parents? Oh, yeah, 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 see, yeah, but see, but that would be fairly obvious because you, to me, yeah. you sound, no, I don't even know you more. I've never even met you and I don't know how old you are, but you sound like yeah, a middle-aged I, woman. I met you loads of times. Oh, did you? Right. I did at the parties, the classic Oh, All right. Uh, but you sound like a, a middle-aged woman, right? When yeah, I say middle-aged, yeah. you're maybe yeah. in your 40s, are you? I'm 44, yeah. That's yeah. a good guess, right? I'm a psychic. <laughs> but okay, so you're, so you're probably in your 40s. So yeah. if you came to me and I was a medium, I'm going to be guessing most likely... I'm going to say it was your mother that you wanted to talk to. Right, because my mother died two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, my father's dead over 20 years. Yeah, okay, so how did yeah. I guess that? Well, well, I mean, it's not about that. You're right. You're just have to say, okay, so your mother has died. Yeah, and by the way, my condolences to you on the loss of your mother. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a horrible thing much. to lose a parent. But I'd be sitting there and I'm looking for more information from you, Niall, about, about my mother and about things in the family, things that are going to happen in the family, things that did happen in the family. Mm. You but you, but you, do you understand when, what you don't remember is, and you probably still don't remember because unconsciously you may have done it, you gave her information. When she gave you a bit of information, you would have given her a bit of information back. 
That's how they work. It's, it's, I understand what you're yeah. saying, but I, I wouldn't have came in and actually mm. said, my mother has passed. Yeah. I wouldn't have said that. To but I would have guessed that, Maura. Yeah, I know that. And, yeah. and again, you know, I've got psychics who have said other relatives have come through, you know, mm. like a sister-in-law, an uncle. You know, like do, do me a favour, Maura. Just stay there for a second, please, if you can. Okay, Maura believes it provides a valuable service because it gives comfort, okay? And maybe it gave Maura some comfort to know uh, that the person, her mum in this case, who passed away, was in a happy place or a better place, okay? Let me go to James. James, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, James? Hi, how you doing? James, I mean, psychics, mediums. I mean, Maura went. She said she, she felt she got a good reading. She feels better after it. So what's the harm then? Good for her, good for her. Uh, no, they're, they're absolute, they're... What would you call them? Um, it's, daytime, oh, yeah. it's daytime radio, so be careful what you call them. Exactly. The story I told you researcher, I used to work in a theatre, and one of the world-renowned psychics came to the theatre, and I was doing Usher. And okay, don't mention any names, you won't. Sorry? Don't mention any names. All right, just no, world-renowned no, no. is good enough for me. But uh, world-renowned, blonde one, anyway. Right? And uh, she was up doing her mumbo-jumbo, and she happened to pull out a photograph of this fella. And I happened to know this guy. And I knew him well. And she went, oh. And the two sisters stood up. And she went, oh, he was a very sad person. And he lived he lived a destitute life and such and such. And I'm looking and I'm like, no, that wasn't this guy at all. This mm-hmm. guy was the all of the party. And the two girls, the two sisters were looking at each other and going, no, that's not him at all. No, that wasn't him. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe, maybe, oh, maybe... He didn't like to talk about this and this side of his thing. The man was nothing like she described him. The guy was the life and soul of the party. He was as friendly as that, and he'd always say hello. And she described him as... But I, uh, I, like, I liked her little get out there when they said, no, he wasn't like that at all. But maybe he didn't want to talk to you about it. He didn't want to. <laughs> that was our kind of get out. Yeah. Yeah. So she had a 50-50 chance of getting that right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then she started calling on dead pets and everything. Dead pets. Dead pets. And with that then, the whole audience just kind of lost it. And there was a report then the next day that in the sound box... That's right. I remember that particular story, yeah. I do remember the story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the sound box. That somebody had been... uh, She denied that. But I I do remember people were were saying that she was being tipped off through an earphone. Yeah, because they fill out all these cards at the start of the thing and they fill out, oh, my Joey, such and such died. And then without realising then, they forget that they're out there doing that. And she just randomly pulls them out, and the well, there was there was a bit, there was an undercover thing done on a lot of those kind of psychics that do those shows, and they found that they have helpers who will basically, if you take say the likes of Vicker Street, which would have the bar outside before people go into the auditorium, they'll wander around and they'll kind of have a listen to conversations that are going on. If you know what I mean, so they might hear they might hear something, and, and not to be disrespectful to Maura, but if Maura was there in the bar before she went in, they might hear Maura talking to her sister or friend, saying, "Oh God, I hope now they get in contact with me, ma'am." And so they they hear these conversations. You know what I mean? Niall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Maura. Yeah, go on. What James, sorry, what James is talking about there, I understand. I know what he's talking about. It's a show. I know the person. They're shows. Yeah. They're celebrities. They want to be celebrities. I'm talking about people who come to your home or you go to their home, and it's a one-to-one private. Reading, yeah, or you could have maybe a few people. It's all the same thing. Hold on, James. What I'm trying to say is, if like if I, I'm not going to go into detail of every everything that I've been told by psychics that have come true, and there's no way they could have known. And how often would you go, Moira? Would you? Do you still go? 
Um, I'm due to go in the summertime. Yes. Yeah, so what? Would you there. do it once or twice a year, like? Um, no, yes, yeah, once a year would be yes. Yeah. Yeah. Once a year, I went to see one last year, and I just there's more of like um, oh wait, like uh, she reads tea leaves. She reads tea leaves. Yeah, oh, she's God. a local person, you know. Right. We're okay. But again, um, and Rayland. Sorry, say it again, James. Yeah. I can read pebbles and Rayland. <laughs> I'm very good at that. He's taking the piss now. He is no, taking the piss, yeah. Uh, but no, I, but he, when, I, when I say he's taking the piss, he doesn't believe it, Marla. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. I, I mean, Mar- yeah. Marla, why is it predominantly that 90% of the people who go to these individuals are women? 90% of them are usually over the age of 40 because they're not really young know. people. Why Why do you think that is? I know, I do know a lot of young that go as well. I don't think there's that no. many young people well, go to see these individuals. I, you, you, you know, you hear a few going... Out of curiosity. Like, she told me things. Mm. Some things, sorry. Excuse me. Some things have come true already. And again, there's other things I'm I'm waiting. Like, what sort of things would have come true? That you you went away on a holiday or something? Some of them are too personal. Right, okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, James, James, can they be... Well, let me ask James just very quickly before we go into the break. James, is it possible? Okay, but James, is it possible? Are me and you being a bit harsh? And is it possible that there are a small percentage of of these individuals that generally have, genuinely have some sort of talent beyond what we understand. No, and as you like you said, your man James Randy has put up a million pound for anyone who can, any shred of evidence. And I like your man James Randy, he's very, very good at debunking all this type of thing. Mm -hmm. And there's not one shred of evidence to come through that'll make him hand over that million. And even when he dies, he still has an institute or a a, a thing that will still pay out. Um, it does. It does seem bizarre, Maura, that every psychic and medium would know about James Randi. Now you may not know about him, but he's offered this million pound to anybody who can prove that they're psychic or they can talk to the dead, and not one person has taken him up on the offer. All you, all you YouTube him, and you see people on television, yeah. and they come on with these psychic powers, and then he just puts a simple blocker in and go, "Well, now do it," and your man goes, oh, "Well, uh, can't do it." Get the boat, you. But he's asking um, something more extraordinary. Well, no, well, it's quite extraordinary to ask anybody to speak to a dead person, in fairness. I mean, they're claiming to do extraordinary things, Maura, by telling you they can speak to somebody who's passed away. That's quite an extraordinary claim, isn't it? Noreen, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Noreen? Hello, Noreen. Noreen, you know, it's a difficult one because I can't prove that they can't do it, but nobody can prove that they can do it either. Well, Manal, I want you to make a point. Nobody can talk to the dead. The dead are gone. They need to, there need to be, one needs to allow them to rest in peace. I would agree with you. Yeah. But there's, there's a desperation by people not to let go. You know, you've got particularly, and, and it is sadly, it's mainly women that tend to go to these people, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and there's a desperation. Their mum has passed away or their dad has passed away or their child, even worse, their child has passed away. And there's a desperation to know that the person is okay in whatever other life they've gone to. And that desperation sometimes is pleased by these individuals who will tell them stuff that they want to hear. I'm sure these individuals, uh, you know, uh, have done a lot of homework before they meet somebody. Yep. And somewhere along the line, they I don't know really, uh, Niall, but uh, I know that, uh, you know, I had lovely parents that passed away and uh, they led very good lives. And I feel that they went to God when they died. So mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, I don't long to speak to them or anything, you know. 
Yeah, you'll say a prayer every now and again, and that'll be it for you. Yeah, yeah, every day, every night, every morning, yeah. every night. And uh, well, see, um, people will argue and they're listening to you, Noreen, and they're going to say, "Well, Jeepers, Noreen believes in God. She believes that her parents have gone to heaven. She believes in that." And and there's as little proof that that exists apart from well, the Bible, I of course. The faith and and you faith, yeah. But yeah. some people have will say, "Well, I have faith in the medium as well." Oh yeah, look. Let them do what they want to do, Niall. I'm, I'm not you, you don't, criticizing you don't... them or anything. I just wanted to give my opinion about mm. people who have passed away. And uh... Are they preying on vulnerable people, Noreen? Because people are vulnerable when they're grief-stricken. They're vulnerable. Well, of course they would be, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's not the right time, you know, if somebody's mourning are vulnerable. Uh, it's not the right time to meet one of these people, mm-hmm. you know? And and what do you say to the or person? To well, well, they, of, they feel you know, better. It's they the wrong better. time to make this, you know, important decisions. Mm-hmm. Particularly when it comes to somebody's will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but what oh. do you say to people who say, "Well, my mother felt better after talking to this person." You know, they they even though it cost them sixty quid, they felt better. But that's what she believed. Mm. So should that be? Should it be illegal? I mean, the priest, of course, based on religion, is not going to take any money off you. But uh, he might ask for a donation for the church. But these people will take money off you. Should that be illegal to ask somebody for money to to pretend to talk to their dead loved ones? I don't know, Niall. I can't really answer that. Because mm. well, well, hang on. Because Michal. Good morning, Chiagwich. Chiagwich, Michal, Michal, you kind of sort to of believe in them. I believe in it. It is a very broad subject. I believe in ghosts. I believe in it. I believe, Do you believe in I ghosts. Why have we never father. seen one? Why, why have we never I seen have. a ghost? Nile Bylam. If you listen to the ghost in the air clock canal, you can see a photograph of me there. You can tell that's a wild looking picker I'm there. I've seen ghosts in the canal times in my life and. In quite modern times, about two years ago, I was on the air clock. I've never seen a picture of a ghost, Michal. And if, I, if there is pictures of ghosts online, they're always very shady-looking pictures. Right. But you see me, it's a shady-looking picture when you see me, because he's after seeing a ghost looking to stare at him. But I'm <laughs> on it, because I was on the bank of the canal with the girl going up to school, feeding a swan whose partner had been killed by a car. And I saw it in the distance, and I thought, to what the hell is that? Then I thought it was two people at the at the area where the swan, the other swan was mm, sitting yeah. on the edge. Okay. And the next one, these figures were coming close to me. Now, where they were, I could not possibly see. Not in a million years, it's so far away. Okay, well, well, well Michal, if you believe in ghosts, <laughs> and you believe that there's people in the, the spirit world, so to speak, right? Okay. 100%. Okay, well, okay, fine. So, you know, Noreen or somebody like me goes to see one of these mediums, and I want to go because my brother died many years ago, my mother died, and my father died, right? And the mediums yeah. start saying things to me like, I, I sense a man, he's probably in his 70s, um, he's saying to you, everything is grand, don't be worrying. Now, would if my father was really coming through to some medium, would he really talk in riddles? Or would he not just say, how are you, Niall? Listen, everything is grand. By the way, in relation to me, Will, do, do you know what I mean? Why wouldn't he just talk in English? Why would he give clues? Because they only ever give clues. Like, if it was a really a spirit, and a spirit was contacting the medium, why wouldn't they just yes. talk straight to them? Why would they just give, oh, my name begins with a letter M? Then why wouldn't they but, just say, my name is Mick? But why, in the name of God, do I see God? This is, not, this is all my life now, you know, my age at this stage. All my life, I, knew, I can see it well, I don't know about now, but years ago, as clear as day, I could see the wind. We were out in the bog, and my father wouldn't believe us, and my other brother was with me. And he, one day, he surprised us, he said, here, he said, I'm fed up with this, he said, draw what you saw. And he put the tools apart, and the tools do nearly the same thing. 
So you like both saw the same see, ghost? I could, see the, I could see the breeze. Yeah, but, and I can see ghosts all my life. I heard the banshee. I'm rare than the ass of the ball. You heard the banshee? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it's all right, Noreen, do you believe in ghosts, Noreen? No. No, no. Well, then, Noreen, you've an awful lot of living to do. Ah, I'll leave Noreen alone. I'm with Noreen. I've had plenty of living to do. But there are definitely ghosts. I've been to Auschwitz and a few of them places. You go in there. Now, I believe they're all enough now. I was in there 20, 30 years ago. Mm. I believe they're all I only had this conversation with a mate of mine the other day who's going to Auschwitz with um, his family next week because his girlfriend's family are going and he's going. And you know what he said to me? He said, I don't even want to go. He said, to be honest with you, I find the whole thing quite morbid. And to be honest with you, I completely agree with him. I don't think I'd like to go to a place where so many people have died. Now, I understand it's a museum, it's historical and everything else, and it's very sad, but I wouldn't like to be going there. Me, Hall, I don't, I don't believe there's loads of ghosts flying around in Auschwitz. Well, I saw them, and the man at Lona, there was a girl of 11, 12, and she says to me, Michal, where did they go? We're in a car. And I they're just said to her, they go, they that's go. the best thing you ever said. I mean, where, okay, so where, where are you saying, where do they go? They go into the ground, Michal. They, they cross, I was driving a car, they crossed the canal bank within the yard in front of me. And, I, and one thing, I should have done the jammed on. But the sad part of that, the sick part of it is, that for a week or so, I could, I lived no distance away from where I was. And I could feel their presence in the car and in the house with me. Yeah, I know, I but your mind, your mind top. plays. The mind is an amazing thing, you know. Your 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 imagination. I remember when my brother died. He well, well, well let, let me explain the story, right? I remember when my brother died. He drowned in the the canal of the seventh lock two days before Christmas, right? And he was 24 years of age. And he had been to a party in Ballyfermish. Normally didn't drink. My mother blamed herself for years because she woke him up to go to the party. But anyway, I was working up the road in a nightclub called The Cocos. It was in the Bellegarde. I know it well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I always kept thinking to myself, now we'd no mobile phones in those days, but why didn't he contact me in some way and give me, and I would have gave him a lift home, right? Because he was go- on his way home to get a taxi and he walked across the lock and it was the coldest night of the year and the lock was icy and he slipped and fell 20 foot down into the water and drowned, right? But, and he was found two days later floating in the canal. But anyway, I always said to myself, I always felt a bit guilty. You know that kind of, you know, everybody has a bit of guilt when somebody dies. Just, maybe I should have yeah. talked to the person. And for, I remember for months, for months, I'd be, I, got, I felt this kind of weird presence in the back of my car and I'd look in the mirror and get a bit of a fright as if he was in the back of the car because that was playing on my mind. But I know, because I'm a logical person, that he wasn't really a ghost in the back of my car. My brother was dead, sadly. But it was my mind that was playing tricks on me because I had always thought if I had just given him a lift home that night in the car, maybe he'd be yeah. still alive today. So that, that's your mind does that. No, no. Well, that'd be grand to say. I knew Coco was exceptionally well. I knew some of the people who worked there. I supplied from cowboy nights. I supplied horses there. There's a lot I remember. I remember the I, wild. I remember the wild west nights. Yes. Yes, I supplied the horses. I was the no, DJ. I, you know something? I had to meet you before. And if that's the case, I never knew this. But the point is that I would say that I've seen ghosts on several occasions. But I have a twelve-year-old girl in the car. So there's no relation in the world. But she said, "I'd love to go up and feed the swan with you." I said, "Hop in." And we turned onto the canal, and you cannot see the other end of the canal. It's too far away. And I could see it. And I thought, Jesus, that's mighty vision altogether. And then I could see the tree where the swan was lying under with the eggs. And I just thought, like, that's weird. It's great vision. Because I saw two figures. And it looked like a man and a woman dressed in black. And I thought, God, it's not covered enough for that. And the next one was, they were coming near me as I was driving along. And then it crossed the track immediately in front of me. Now, hindsight is brilliant. But the little girl said to me, me, Hodgie, where the hell did they go? And I said to her, 
That's the bit. Now, it wasn't mine, because she saw it as I saw it. You could force your tell you the oh, truth. Okay, okay so, so it says on my screen here that Michal kind of sort of believes. Michal, you're really believe. You're a real believer. You're uh, right in there with the believers. You're you're up the top of the believers. So, but, so Michal, but, okay, but getting back to these mediums, do you think, okay, but Michal, sorry, I don't have a huge amount of time. Michal, these, the mediums and psychics, do, do you think it's the fair? Me, the medium, they, to me, if I had to believe in a medium, I'd ask them particular questions. What is the, I'd ask for a description of who they were talking to before I believed them. But I'd say there are mediums out there, but I'd say there's probably talking well, okay, to let me Okay, let me guess. You, your father, Michal, his name was probably Michal. He was, 100% exact. Okay, now, let me guess. He was, he was probably about five foot eight. He had kind of greyish hair and he was slightly balding. No, he was six foot one, and he had me. <laughs> he, he still had fairly good, uh, but, good but, color hair. But what I'm yes. saying is, they could have a good old guess. You know what I mean? And Niall, another thing, he died when he was 107. He did not. He definitely did, and so did my mother. So I can, and they yeah, they, your mother and father lived to 107. She was three years dead before because she used to slag him for baby snatching or her for baby snatching. So your mother, your mother and father were both 107 years of age when they died. If I, if I, that, that, that must go into a record. That must be a record. No, it could be a record. No, at the time there was a quiz on one time or some kind of a years ago for a for a, somebody was offered a prize of a tour or a flight somewhere for the oldest couple. There were bet be two days in somebody being older than them, but they weren't capable of flying either. And neither were my parents. But neither couple, even though they were there, neither of them could win it. The older couple was in Cavan. They were two days older, two days longer married than them. They were right. 80 odd years married. Noreen, would you believe that? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Michal is not lying about His parents were 107. Yeah, I've heard of That's the odd person living to be 100 and over, well over 100. Oh, I know, but both of them. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be a crazy coincidence that they both lived to that age? They must have had good, clean living. That's that what is it was. unique. The, the clean living, there was no, we're in the middle of the bog. And what, there was no such thing as any... Yes, living on, no, living no, on stew and coddle all their life. We, we had it by the bucketful. And we had <laughs> sessions, you had, you had a million rabbits a week. That was it. <laughs> Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.